Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, world, and welcome into Trust the Tape, episode 1,413, give or take. Somewhere around there. We've, we've lost some shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, the archive. Oh, we God, lost yeah, our archive. That fire, yeah. Big one today. We got a big one today. I have my first mock draft. Uh, Dane is going to grade the mock draft grade the pick there will be blood just tear it up just yeah. destroy me uh and then dane i saw a number you put out on the tweeter yesterday which i think leads to a conversation about the running backs in this class which should be a good one so we got some stuff today we got some stuff good morning dane brugler at dp brugler on twitter good morning it's uh chilly out there uh, typical february i guess but that means it's draft season yeah, I like draft season. Okay, I'm at JC1053 on Twitter. My name's Jeff Kavanaugh. And we're not going to waste time today. No dilly-dallying nope. around. It's time to get down to business. Mock draft party. We're having a mock draft party. This is the uh, Kavanaugh 1.0. I like when people say 1.0. Yeah. And I'll have like three before the draft, not ten. This isn't what you would do. This is what you think teams will do. Like mock draft, mock draft should be. Uh, yeah, I kind of cheated. I did a little bit of a combination. Okay. A little bit of a co- Not a full combination, though, because I still put Josh Allen in the first round because <laughs> I didn't want to be totally wrong. I wanted to get the guy in the round. At number one overall, the Cleveland Browns select Sam Darnold. Grade the pick. Well, so far, you're one for one. I mean, that's who I would lean towards uh, at this point. I think he fits what John Dorsey's looking for and... Uh, you know, there's plenty of questions. There's no perfect prospect in this draft, uh, especially these quarterbacks. But I, Darnold checks a lot of boxes. And uh, when you look at the future and what you think you can be, you get excited. At the end, I put now, Sam, please stop throwing interceptions. Yep, that's kind of important. Number two, Josh Rosen to the Giants. Yeah, that Giants are interesting because we know Eli Manning, he's getting close to the 18th hole. I mean, he's winding down and... This is a perfect opportunity for the Giants to get their quarterback of the future. They do not expect to be picking this high. Uh, you know, I've got a brand new uh, coaching staff, brand new uh, GM. I, what direction are they going to go? They can go safe with a Quentin Nelson, a Saquon Barkley, or they could kind of get their quarterback of the future. I I don't think that we have a strong leaning either way. So quarterback at two makes sense. Number three, Indianapolis Colts, Bradley Chubb, defensive yep. end, NC I, State. I agree with that too. I did Chris Ballard's looking to upgrade that defense. I think ideally you'd love to get the offensive line in order, but I don't think you're going to draft the uh, offensive line here. If you're the Colts, I think you're looking at the top defensive playmaker. And I think that could be Chubb. So I, Chris Ballard, everywhere he's went, they've had some pass rushers to, to work with, especially in Kansas city. He's going to want to match that uh, in Indianapolis, so I agree with that pick. Number four, Minka Fitzpatrick to the Cleveland Browns. That gives them Darnold and Minka in the top four. I th- you're so far we're we're four for four. Um, I, and look, I get the Barkley stuff, but again, with the Browns, they have so many needs, they have so many picks. They can get this is a strong running back group. You don't have to get Saquon Barkley in the top five. John Dorsey got Kareem Hunt in the third round last year. They can get a 
Ronald Jones maybe in the late first or carry uh, on Johnson early second. So they don't have to go Barkley here. Mika Fitzpatrick makes sense. Baker Mayfield, number five Ooh. to the Denver Broncos. I did it. That's interesting because... Here's why I did it. Okay. I did it because if I'm John Elway and I've already tried Brock Osweiler, I tried Paxton Lynch. The big guys. I'm done with the measurables. I'm picking the quarterback. Yeah, and we know at the Senior Bowl, the Broncos staff coach both Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield... And just with my eyes, I thought Baker Mayfield is clearly the better quarterback uh, down there in Mobile. And it will be interesting to see how the Denver coaching staff uh, kind of regurgitates that information to John Elway and the rest of the personnel department. It's I I don't I'm not going to disagree. I mean, because I think it's very, very possible that Baker could go five to the Broncos. It just would be such a, a different approach than what we've seen John Elway do in the past. Which Dane, a as a thing. man who's not six foot three, your hatred for the short man shocks me. Not it hatred. shocks me. Hey, not hatred. I have Baker's a better quarterback than Josh Allen. Thank you. Number six, New York Jets take the best player in the draft, Quentin Nelson. Mm. Guard, Notre Dame. So how close were you going Saquon Barkley there? Uh reasonably. I thought about Quentin Nelson, Saquon Barkley, and Josh Allen. And I went with Nelson. Because he's the best player. Jets could be an interesting spot because in this scenario, three quarterbacks are off the board. And I think the first domino that needs to fall on all this is Kirk Cousins. Does he go to Denver? Does he go to New York? Does he go somewhere else? And of course, we don't know that right now. But that could cause a domino to fall that will help plan out these top six picks. But if it happens like uh, if your mock happens, uh, then yeah, I think Barkley and Nelson, they could have their choice of those two guys. I don't think you're wrong in going Nelson there. I think people need to remember that the NFL tells you that a guard is worth more than a running back. They've told you that. Because the way they tell you what people are worth is how much money they have. Guaranteed contracts. Yeah. Yeah. And guaranteed money, guards, there's like 25 of them that make more than the fourth highest paid running back in guaranteed money. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Number seven, Saquon Barkley to Tampa Bay. (laughs) The end of... Doug Martin and Charles Sims. Yeah, it's the Saquon Barkley show. I I think the Bucks they're they're going to take whoever the Jets wouldn't take at six. So if it's Quentin Nelson or Saquon Barkley, whoever the Jets don't take there, I think the Bucks would be happy to have number eight. This feels early for him, but they don't have anybody for the Bears. I gave him Calvin Ridley. It does feel a little bit early, um, especially because you want to reserve the top ten of the draft for wide receivers that are the Julio Jones types. But, I mean, last year we saw three go in the top ten, and none of them were that level. I would have probably taken, uh, would I have done it? Yeah, I would have taken Calvin Ridley over Mike Williams. What, Corey Davis? I know you were a big Corey Davis fan. I was a big Corey Davis fan. I think I would have put Corey Davis ahead of Calvin Ridley. Okay. Uh, And I, I would have had Ridley second in last year's receiver class. Okay. The last time the Bears drafted a receiver top ten... Kevin, Kevin White, White yeah, and that's obviously didn't work. And this is a, a new front office, you know. It's there's be there's some new thinking there. I don't. I would. I personally would be surprised if they go wide receiver. Um, I think this is a deep wide receiver group. They feel comfortable getting wide receiver later. But if you're going to go receiver, you're going Calvin Ridley, and I think give a good player. Number nine, uh, San Francisco 49ers, Denzel Ward, Ohio State corner. Mm. Uh-oh, look at the face. Everybody, look at the face Dane just made on radio or uh, on your podcast. Well, I I lean linebacker here. Although I like I liked Denzel Ward a lot. I think in my mock draft, he was off the board at this point because I think I had, a, I had him going Chicago. But 
with the linebacker issues with Reuben Foster, I don't know. Can you trust him? And not to mention they needed an extra linebacker anyways. Tremaine Edmonds and Roquan Smith staring you in the face. I think it might be tough to pass on those two guys, but the 49ers do have a need at corner as well. So I don't hate the pick. I was just expecting to hear a linebacker there. There's Dane's first pick where he calls me stupid. At number 10, the <laughs> Oakland Raiders nice. take Roquan Smith. There you go. Linebacker Joja. He's so awesome. I watched Orlando yes. Brown pancake him, which at first you're like, oh no, he got pancaked. Uh, and mid-pancake, he did some Matrix stuff where he hits the ground, he pops back up, and then he runs down the running back. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's pretty good. At number 11, the Miami Dolphins, Tremaine Edmonds, yep. linebacker, Virginia Tech. Well, and there are the two linebackers. And, you know, depending on who you like better, uh, I mean, they're both awesome. They're both going to go high. If you watch their tape, you like Roquan better. If yeah, you're projecting, no. you could say, oh, Edmonds is 6'4", 245. That's fair. But if you're starting with tape, Roquan's better. Roquan is the better tape. Uh, Edmonds is the better traits player. I mean, he has the size of a yeah. defensive end, the speed of a safety. Uh, but there are some discipline issues. Um, some His take-on skills are not what they need to be right now. But when you just factor in all the traits and what he could be, uh, that's what makes you draft him in the top 15. Number 12, Connor Williams, Texas, goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are atrocious at blocking. Is this atrocious. A, is this a reach? Maybe, but he's my best tackle. Okay. I like the interior guys better than the tackles. I agree. But at some point, tackles are going in the first round. I had, what, five interior offensive linemen ahead of my first tackle on my draft board, so I agree. Uh, but If yeah. you can get Connor to what he looked like on 2016 tape, then and it's a good pick. That's the conversation every war room's going to have. Number 13. This is one of my favorite picks I made. Okay. I did good here. Check 13's this out. Uh, what, the Redskins? Yeah, it's Washington. Yeah. Who would you give them? Uh, let's see, they go defensive line with Deron Payne, Vita Vea. They yeah, they go. went defensive line. Stop. Okay. So Vita Vea is going to line up next to Jonathan Allen. Okay. Man, that's, that's fun. Unless you're in the NFC East. And well, you no, have, no, it, I mean, uh, you know, I'm on the home of the Cowboys. I got Frederick and Martin, and that, I'll tell you who's my left guard in a minute. <laughs> and we're going to block these guys. That'd it's going to be, be great. That'd be some battles right there. Yeah, no, it'll that'd be, be fun. fun. Number 14, the Green Bay Packers finally get a corner right. Mike Hughes, mm. cornerback, Central Florida at number 14. Is that too high for him? Nope. I think it goes a little bit against what the Packers look for at the corner position. They like height, length, but they've got a new GM. Maybe the philosophy changes a little bit, uh, but I'm in agreement in terms of this is the area Mike Hughes should come off the board. Number 15, Josh Allen from Wyoming goes to the Cardinals. I think you could stomach it better here than you can earlier uh, in the draft at top 10 for Josh Allen. But, yeah, it's the Cardinals are one of the teams that need a quarterback badly. Uh, and if they sit there at 15, let the quarterback fall to them, I, you know, it makes sense. At number 16, the no doubt second best running back in this class, and he's closer to number one hmm. than number three is to him, <laughs> Ronald Jones, USC to the Ravens. Yeah, the the Ravens uh, they need a stud at running back. I mean, they've got they got decent production of Alex Collins. Uh, you know, they got a mismatch of kind of running backs back there with uh, the USC kid, uh, Buck Allen. Yeah, Buck Allen. Kenneth Dixon is he allowed to play football? Shut up, leave uh, him alone. So I mean, yeah, but they don't have that stud. And then Ronald Jones, he's a stud. So I, he's my number two running back as well. I have him as a top 20 pick. This would not be a reach if the Ravens took him at 16. Number 17, Derwin James. And the Chargers are pretty darn happy he made it to 17. Yeah, Derwin James is such a wild card in that top 20. He's going somewhere in that top 20, but he could go... Like, would it shock you if he went six overall? No. no. I mean, he has that type of 
Uh, you know, we, we say it all the time, better athlete than football player. But the traits are off the charts. The character is off the charts. Uh, there's a lot to like there when you project him forward. He says he's going to be the best safety in football, and it won't take him three years. He said it on Twitter. Saw it. Hey, good yeah. for him. I, you should hear Florida State, his Florida State teammates talk about him. They rave about this guy. So I think that's going to rub off on the coaches and scouts and GMs. And, uh, yeah, I think there's a good chance that he's not even available here at this point. Number 18, I think for me this one is a little bit of a reach. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, Notre Dame offensive mm. tackle to the Seahawks. But for crying out loud, somebody has to block for Russell Wilson. So you find him. You know, Maybe you take an interior guy here instead, right? but we'll take Mike McGlinchey and we'll try to block for Russ. Yeah, not a bad pick. McGlinchey has some issues uh, with his upper body, upper body power, with some of the wide speed protecting the edge, but he's just a solid player. I think he's going to start in the NFL for a long time. Uh, not a sexy pick, but for Seattle, uh, that's what they need. Number 19, not a sexy pick. Isaiah Wynn, guard, Joja. Cowboys' hate, new left guard. I wouldn't hate this pick. I, I don't... It would not be my first. I've heard you hate it. I've heard Dane won't take a lineman at 19. That's oh, no, heard. I wouldn't. I, I would not. I would not. But if Who the would you take do, here? Well, and that's the He's question. He's the best player left. Yeah, they're getting wiped out. Uh, both linebackers are gone. Calvin Ridley's gone. Uh, Derwin James is off the board. Uh, Top corners are gone. Yeah, Warden. You could take Jackson. You could take Alexander. Yeah. Gosh. You could take... Who are the other corners? I'm trying to bail. Get me out Oliver, of Oliver. Golden. Get me out of that pick. Davis. Oh, you're bailing, huh? Vea's off the board. You're afraid to make a pick, huh, Dane? You're afraid to just stick there and take a really good player, huh? Well, Maurice Hurst. Eh. He's going to go soon. I mean, you need need to upgrade the interior defensive line more than you need to upgrade the interior offensive line. Um, I I don't have a left guard. No, but you can find one. And I've said this before. I just found one. Why don't you want the Pro Bowler? Allocate resources. Uh Uh-huh. I, that's what I want to do. I mean, okay, tell me this. Would draft there is Isaiah Wynn, a left guard, worth more wins in the win-loss record than if you found a left guard, a serviceable left guard in free agency or in the second or third round? I don't think it Probably is. Probably not, but I don't think you're going to name a player at any position where that's going to happen. See, and I, just, I, just, I think that you can find a player here that's going to help you be more of an impact on your team and help you win games I more look than at, left guard. I look at the difference from two years ago to last year on the Cowboys offensive line and how much pressure was on the quarterback, and a lot of it was Tyron Smith being hurt. Right. But I want that line. I'll put everything into it. Everything. Because it means everything to the quarterback. I don't disagree there. I just think this team has so many other needs and holes on the roster, plus holes that are coming. Anthony Hitchens is going to be gone. You don't know what's going on with the secondary, what's going on with David Irving. You can take Rashawn Evans at 19? Mm-hmm. I'd think about a pass rusher more than... Harold Landry? Mark Stavenport. I put Landry's name in there before I deleted it. Landry was the pick. I changed my mind because I couldn't make that pick. Do you think the Cowboys are going to value Landry as nope, high as... too small. Yeah, that's what I think too. So, again, if the Cowboys... But Davenport's not ready. I don't think he helps no, your team much. No, he's... No, I agree. Uh... Win is I would not be mad if they drafted Win because he's a very good player. I think he's 18 overall on my board. He's the safe pick. Plug and play, and yeah, your line is set. Um, but I'm going to try and trade out of that pick and get in the late the Travis Frederick plan where you trade to the late first round and you still Isaiah Win. Good chance he's still there, and if he's not, then you're taking Will Hernandez and you feel good about your offensive and you line. You added two. You added two or a three, whatever you can get. 
Number 20, the Detroit Lions take James Daniels, the center from Iowa, who's the best center in this class. Love it. No I, doubt about it. I love it. I gave I, him and Price, I've graded closely together. I gave them both one twos. Um, and I think I. Daniels has better tape. Well, I think a big part of why I've put Price over Daniels is because I'm trying not to come off as a homer because Daniels is from my hometown. Uh, you, can put him, you can put him higher. He's better. Yeah, it'll be fine. They're close for It'll me. Okay. So, I mean, they're. I think they're both going to be longtime starters in this in the league. I think one thing that I like Price, like with Price, is I've seen him play guard extensively, so I know he can do it. With Daniels, we don't have that. He's playing center in Detroit. We're okay. I I think it'd be a great fit. It's a it's a good pick. Twenty one. The Bills take Maurice Hurst from Michigan. Yeah, upgrade the defensive line. Maurice Hurst is a, a three technique, and I think he fits uh, exactly what they're trying to do in Buffalo. Makes sense. Twenty two. I don't know if they would really do this, but I wasn't letting him go any further. Lamar Jackson goes twenty two hmm. to the Bills, but if they don't like Tyrod, that's the and thing. He's a running quarterback. This guy's going to run more. I say stylistically, they're similar to the guy they're trying to get out of town. Um, so, yeah, I, I I don't like the fit, but who knows? Maybe, I mean, Lamar's his own person, and you know maybe he'll impress uh, I should have just let and, him do what I wanted to happen. I should have let him make it to 29. Jacksonville. Gone up in a Jaguar. Yeah. That's what I want. Uh, just no, no passing plays in the NFL. The Bills are going to be interesting because they had those two first-round picks, and they need a quarterback badly. Would they... Both ones, next year's one, and something else to go get one? I mean, we saw last year, they... They got out of there, and so the Chiefs could go up and get Mahomes. Could they do the same thing this year where they trade those two firsts and something else to go up and get one of these quarterbacks? It's it's possible. 23, the Rams take Josh Jackson, the corner from Iowa. Love it. 24, the Carolina Panthers take DJ Moore, the wide receiver Ooh. from Maryland. They're not they're no stranger to the little wide receiver. No, love DJ Moore. I think he would fit nicely with uh with Funches. Uh He'd give Cam Newton a, a target downfield. I love it. That's a, that's a good pick. 25, the Titans take Harold Landry. Love it, yeah. I, I This is a good spot for Sam Hubbard, Marcus Davenport, Harold Landry, whatever your pass rusher you prefer. 26, the Falcons take Deron Payne, defensive tackle Alabama. Yeah, that's perfect fit for, you know, if Don Terry Poe's gone, uh, if he does not re-sign in Atlanta, then they have a, have a need for more beef on the interior of the defensive line. Deron Payne answers that. 27, the New Orleans Saints take Dallas Godert. Is it Goddard? Godert? Goddard. Goddard. Tight end, South Dakota State. He'd be fun with Drew Brees. He would be fun, and I think he'd help from day one. And, uh, you know, I they didn't get as much production from the tight end position last year. A big part of that was uh, injuries, but Dallas Goddard would provide an upgrade. 28, the Steelers take Rashawn Evans, linebacker, Bama. This is one of the easiest ones for me. He just feels like a Steeler. Yeah, he does. The I, crazy, almost out of control, thumping linebacker. Exactly. Downhill, he's, you know exactly what you're getting. 29, Will Hernandez goes to the Jaguars, hmm. UTEP guard. Interesting. Upgrade some offensive line. I, I like it. 30, Jair Alexander from Louisville, the corner, goes to the Vikings. Interesting. Uh, that, that makes sense uh, with... What's his name? The aging wonder. Terrence corner. Newman. Yeah, Terrence Newman likely gone. Jair Alexander, a little bit skill set, uh, similar to, to Newman. Uh, a little undersized, but you know, he's scrappy. He can play. 31, the New England Patriots take Marcus Davenport from hmm. TSA. Yeah, I'm really falling. Um, you call it falling. I call it early. Man, you have a second round grade on him? I do. Yeah. 
Uh, I would be surprised if he lasts this long. But if he does, heck, that's a, that's a good value for New England. 32, I went with James Washington. You get mm-hmm. rid of Torrey Smith if you're the Eagles. You don't pick up the option. You get James Washington to be your deep threat. Although you would probably just plug Mac Hollins in for more snaps in Philly. Yeah. yeah. Either I, way. I, 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 that's why they drafted Mac Hollins last year. I think he's going to do that. Uh, so you have your third wide receiver coming off the board as James Washington. Yes, just because I wanted to replace Torrey Smith. He's not my third wide receiver. Okay, My gotcha. third wide receiver is so much different than the rest of the world. <laughs> okay, that makes just sense. Not, just nobody loves Michael Gallup but me. Uh, loves, that's cool. No. I'll just hang out with him by myself. I also have Anthony Miller ahead of DJ Washington or ahead of James Washington. What Dante Pettis? And Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk. I got Pettis right behind him. That's Pettis is the tough one. I, I, I spent a lot of time watching more of him yesterday. He's... He's tough to figure out because there's a lot to like about him. John Ross helped him. The numbers weren't all that big. And for college quarterbacking, he had good college quarterbacking. I don't know. I'm with you. I like him. Uh, There's a bunch of second-round wide receivers. He's one of them. Yeah, I agree. All right, that's the end of the mock draft. Nice job. Thanks, man. That worked out well. Those take a lot longer than people think. Oh, yeah. I think and, people think you just slap up 32 names, but it's like, no, I got to make sure I remember who's the coordinator. Right. Did they change anything? Is it a 4 3? Is it 3 4? We're going to be free agents. Yeah. Who, yeah, it's a real beating. So you guys better like these mock drafts. And then you forget someone at 12, and or you you get all the way done, you forgot a prospect. I'm super and, proud I didn't do that. Bucky Brooks forgot Roquan Smith. I just tweeted you him. You have to after, start over. After his point. first mock, I just tweeted him. I said, You forgot Roquan, didn't you? And he said, I did. Uh. <laughs> And he didn't even go fix it. He, he was did. like, whatever. Well, yeah, because you have to start <laughs> Oh, no, over. no, no. So the next day, I checked it again, and he had just plugged him in like at the end somewhere in the late 20s, <laughs> where he's like, I don't have to change much. I'll just make sure he's in there. <laughs> yeah, because if you put him at 12, then there's a ripple effect, and you have to change yeah. the rest of the picks. So. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's right. terrible. It was bad enough that I switched from Harold Landry. Well, first it was Derwin James, then the Cowboy pick was Harold Landry, then it was Isaiah Wynn. I did a lot of moving. I decided I couldn't let Derwin get past 17. And if I did, he goes at 18. So if Isaiah wins the pick at 19 as a as a Cowboys fan, you're feeling good. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I would like it. Just because I think it's the best player you get there, at least in this scenario. Yeah. I think it's the best player. And it's hard for me to fight that. I don't see I don't I don't disagree with that. I just again I allocation of resources. I just I don't know. They have so many needs. I'd rather see them go in a different direction, but I I don't know if I also trust them to find a left guard uh, in the lost and found that they can use. They're really good at bringing in guys that can't play. Right. Their starters. And they've proven that. So. All right, moving on. Let's talk about what I saw from your Twitter account. And you do this every year, and I appreciate it. And that's the running back fumble rate, which is something hmm. we'll factor in when you talk about you know putting these running backs in order. I don't think it's going to make you say a first-round player becomes a third-round player. No, but it shouldn't. But it's worth noting the guys that put the ball on the ground and the guys that don't. Right, and these numbers provide need some context because, you know, I go back and I look at these fumbles and I make sure, first of all, that they're on offense. I don't include any special teams fumble. Like Rashad Penny, he had one on a kick return. I don't, I don't count that. I just count offense so everyone's on the same level playing field. Um, include all offensive touches, rushes, uh, catches, anytime they touch the ball on offense. And then just making sure that the fumble is really their fault. You know, it wasn't a, a a mesh issue with the quarterback, with the handoff, or something else where uh, you know it, it 
I'm more I'm, I'm conservative with that, meaning uh, I'm going to uh, more times than not, it's going to be on the running back's fault. But sometimes there's a situation where it wasn't his fault, and so that goes factored in. So yeah, like, like you said, this isn't the be all end all. Uh, some of it can be deceiving. Some of it's coachable. Some of it, guys got better. Uh, Mark Walton, for example, the Miami running back, really talented. He came in fairly low uh, with a, a below average uh, fumble rate. He put the ball on the ground once every 90 touches, which is below average. Uh, the average is you want to around 125. Uh, so he put it on the ground every 90 touches. But he had and he had five fumbles in his career. All five were his true freshman season. He doesn't have any that sophomore junior year. So again, these these needed some context to uh, better understand them. Sony Michelle, a guy we both like a lot, who uh, is one of the top Fumbler. five, five six running backs in this draft. Fumbler. Second worst fumble rate. He put the ball on the ground every fifty four point six touches on offense. That's what once every almost two, two games, two and a half games. Yeah, and but when you look at him pulling up his fumbles here, he had. Two fumbles as a freshman, five as a sophomore, three as a junior, two as a senior. So if you, you know, half glass full, you're looking better. Five, three, two, his final three years. So it did get a little bit better and better. But he did have that big fumble in the against Oklahoma. Uh, so ball security is something to look for. I mean, look at the top. The guys had the best ball security in their college careers in this draft class. A lot of familiar names. Uh, three of the top five are three of the top Running backs in this draft, Ronald Jones, 207. So once every 207 touches, uh, he put the ball on the ground, which is an outstanding number for him. That's what this list is for, for finding your guy. And when it's a confirmation, positive, you just go, yes! Confirmation bias. Yeah, my guy's ready. Saquon Barkley, not far uh, behind, 193. Well, he's running back number two now. And then on Johnson, 191. Uh, all three backs are, in my opinion, three of the top four backs in this draft. Just throw Darius Geis in there, and you have the top four backs. Uh, so really good numbers there, and usually that translates. I mean, we saw Kareem Hunt, who had a ridiculous uh, fumble rate last year, meaning good fumbled only once. Uh, first carry, yeah, his first carry uh, as a pro, the first game, the season opener, he put the ball on the ground. That was when I burned your list. I was like, <laughs> wait, I heard this guy doesn't fumble, and so I just burned the list. And that was his only fumble as a rookie, so it, it played true. And then Joe Mixon, he had some fumbling issues at Oklahoma. And he had some fumbling issues in Cincinnati as a rookie. So it's just something that usually translates. Guys, they can get better. Uh, the best fumble rate in this class. I did the top 33 running backs, all the combine guys, a few other running backs who have a chance of getting drafted. Daryl Williams from LSU. I tell you what, this guy gets overlooked. He is going to be a better pro than he was in college. Got really overlooked at LSU because of uh, the two Four running backs in front of guys. him. Well, and he was coming out of high school. He was the number two running back in... Uh, state of Louisiana, highly recruited, and he signs with hometown LSU, and that kind of goes under the radar because the number one running back in the state, Leonard Fournette, and that got all the hype, and of course, Fournette and Geis, the last three years, uh, got the bulk of the carries, but when Daryl Williams could get on the field, he was terrific. I think Daryl Williams is going to be a a really good pro, and I think he's going to get drafted a lot earlier than people think, probably somewhere early third day, fourth, fifth round. He can be a very serviceable NFL back. So these running backs, we talked about if you don't take, like if you're the Browns, you'll probably have the option to take, you know what, I'm not even going to say that. If you don't take him one, maybe he does go two. But I would think you have the option to take him at number four if you're the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. 
and some of the options. How big of a difference is it for you from Saquon Barkley to the next guys? There isn't. I, okay. I, I like Barkley a lot. I think he has a chance to be a really special player, but I don't see a huge gap. And part of that is Barkley's not a perfect player. Uh, there are a lot of issues. A lot of issues with his vision, with his patience. Uh, needs to get better in some areas. But he's a freak athlete. Some of the moves he makes. I mean, just watching that Iowa game. Good God. Uh, poor Josie Jewell, who's a really good player. But he had he, there's just no matching that athleticism. Um, but you watch the Ohio State game, and you see him stop his feet in the backfield. He's not anticipating holes, uh, developing run lanes, uh, pressing the hole. There's a lot. There's some, there's some issues there with uh, Saquon Barkley. Enough that... I would not draft him at four if I'm the Browns. I, they have picked 33 and 35. They could package 33 and one of their thirds, one of their fourths, go up in the late first and get a Ronald Jones. Get one of those other running backs, whichever one you want. So to me, I'm going to go Chubb, Fitzpatrick, one of those other uh, highly rated players on my board at number four. Uh, I, I think I, like, I don't mind running backs early, but it has to fit what, you, what you're doing. Like Zeke with the Cowboys... That made sense. Uh, Fournette last year, fourth overall to the Jaguars, that made sense. When you look at the the way the offense was constructed and kind of the final piece to put in there uh, with the Browns, they have needs up and down that roster, and they need to get better in other areas before they go running back. Barkley at four or carry on Johnson at 33? Yeah, I'm taking carry on Johnson. Okay. Because I, I, you have to do the the flip side too because in, my, in that scenario, I'm getting – my running back four, but say I really want, or I can go Fitzpatrick, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, who's my number one corner. I'm not getting my fourth corner at 33, probably. I'm probably going to get my sixth corner there. So I'm okay with carry on Johnson at 33. Getting Especially if Chubb is, if Chubb's available. Like if Bradley Chubb is there, what end are you getting at 33? Oh, it's not even close. Yeah. No. And like maybe you're getting Sam Hubbard. Right. Or in my case, Duke Ajifor. I've heard a lot of people say how the Browns wouldn't go Chubb because, you know, of course we know Miles Garrett. You know, he's not in danger of losing his job. But then you have Emmanuel Ogba on the other side. Okay. Who's a solid player. Great. But he's not going to stop you from drafting Bradley Chubb. And Oh no, I've got three defensive ends. Whatever will we do? <laughs> and keep in mind that John we have no idea what John Dorsey thinks of Emmanuel Ogba. He might not like him at all. Right. And he's the new GM and it really doesn't matter where Ogbo's drafted. Uh, what the old regime thought of him, all that matters is what John Dorsey thinks of him. And if Dorsey's not a big fan, he's not going to pass on an impact pass rusher. If he really likes Bradley Chubb, uh, he's not going to pass on him just because Ogba's on the roster. What's your running back order right now, since we did running backs? What's your what's the order? Uh, Barkley's number one. Uh, I know I just... How many first-round running backs do you have? I have two. I have one, just one... one uh, uh, a firm one on him with Saquon Barkley. And then I've got three one-twos. I've got Ronald Jones, who I think was number 17 on my draft board, Darius Geis, and Kerryon Johnson. And Geis and Johnson were like back-to-back, 26, 27, something like that. Okay, and then Sony Michelle is next? Sony Michelle's five. Michelle and Chubb, uh, those six running backs were all in my top 50. Uh, with Michelle and Chubb, I have solid twos on them. All right, that's all I got today. You got anything else? What else you want to do, Dane? Any questions? Do? Any no, I, questions? I forgot to ask for questions. Oh, that's I didn't no do fun. It. So just send us questions now at JC1053 and at DP Brugler. Have you looked at Rashad Penny? Sticking with these running backs real not, quick. I've not looked at Rashad Penny yet. Okay. I know that he has fans. I know that. Well, I mean, you rush for 
32,000 yards in your career. I don't think college. it's 32,000. Oh, I think I added 30,000. So yeah, 2, I don't think it's yeah. 32,000. So you that would be for, a record. Yeah, well, he did set the school record for rushing yards last year with uh, over 2,000. He's like 2,200. So What is he, San Diego State? San Diego is State. Is that Marshall Falk? That's Marshall Falk, yeah. And what's his name? Pumphrey, who has the FBS all-time record. Oh, he just yards. broke Pumphrey's just immediately? Yeah, still the single-season record. Um, and Penny also has the... He tied the FBS record for kick returns in his career for touchdowns with seven. Yeah, there's no such thing as a kick return in the NFL. Dave. This is true. Uh, a real thing. Well, that's is he, he punt return? Those are real things. No, and that's why another reason I like Pettis. He yeah, good punt returner. Yeah, I also put the ball on the ground a little bit. But whoops. Uh, yeah, Pettis can return punts for you. Where that's not something that James Washington's going to do, or at least I, he didn't do it in college. So something to think about with Pettis. I, I don't know. I struggle with him, but I the more and more you watch him, the more you you like him. So he's a tough one to figure out. So just keep watching him and see how high up he gets. That's what you have to do with all these guys. Just watch him again today. Give him a. That's kind of how it goes with me. With uh, well, every position, but definitely at wide receiver, you watch him the first time and you're like, all right, those yeah. fifteen guys are all second rounders. You go back <laughs> later and you're like, all right, let's flip it all around. Let's just well, and that's that's, that's especially true in this class because you have it's just a logjam of guys. A guy like uh, Equinemius St. Brown, you know, he, he, that's a guy you need multiple views. Um, Auden Tate, another guy you kind of need multiple views. Yeah, Auden Tate, I have no idea. Yeah. One guy you need to watch, Corey Robertson, Southern Miss. He's interesting. Let me add him over here. Corey Robertson. Now that's a Duck Dynasty guy? Uh, correct. Okay. I'm on it. Southern Miss, uh, good size athlete, can do a little bit after the catch. Uh He's, he's interesting. He's another guy that's sticking there in the, somewhere in the middle rounds. But uh, have you looked at Deion Kane, the Clemson wide receiver? Nope. I, another one. Well, well, I blimp cammed him for a minute, but I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is kind of a waste of time. I mean, he's going to continue that Clemson tradition of putting wide receivers in the league and probably <sighs> somewhere day two, somewhere second round, I would guess. There's too many receivers, Dane. I know. And then you're going to DJ Chark who's going to go like first round. Chark's my guy. Hey, you can have him. I got it. What do you mean you can have him? I have a third round grade on him. I think oh, he's okay. what a hater! Well, I mean, what a hater! Speed's great, but I don't know. I need more from my receivers than just speed. Well, you need a quarterback. That's what you need. I mean, from a guy LSU can't throw. You, you of all people who appreciates the game of Michael Gallup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also we also appreciate the physical ability of DJ Chark. Like we just need yeah. we just need a better quarterback play. He only had one or two drops, Dane. All my LSU guys brought us in Hellman. They're like, he's so inconsistent. And I watched. I was like, we just yeah. watched every throw to him. He had two drops. But it's more than that. I mean, the ability to track the deep ball, the ability to you know create nuance in his routes so he can get open. Uh, you know, I, again, I like him enough where I stuck him in the third round. You know, I just have questions about is he going to get the Will Fuller treatment and you know skyrocket up draft boards into the late first, early second conversation? Oh, when he runs at four three, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that four three is gonna be nice, isn't it? Well, just, what's uh, him and uh, his teammate Dante Jackson need to have a uh, some kind of bet going about who's gonna run the fastest forty? Because Dante Jackson, I think we talked about him last near, week. If Ooh. he gets near Dante area, then he will go in the first round. Yeah, he might. Because I think Dante Jackson's in the four twos. He might. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Denzel Ward, Dante Jackson. And Tony Brown from Alabama. Those three guys are gonna just light it up. I, I think all three should get under four three five. 
All right, that's it. Tweet at me and Dane and tell us who's stupid on DJ Chark. Of course, I have him like at the end of two, and, and you have him in who's, three. Who's the better? Pretending we're way different. Who's the better DJ, Moore or Chark? Yeah, uh, uh, Moore. Okay, thank Moore you. is the better DJ. At least we can agree there. Moore is the safer DJ. Chark could be the, the better DJ. Chark could end up being the better DJ. Wrong. He could be. I'm just telling you. Listen, I'm trying to help you, Dane. You know? You're trying to run an NFL team. Thank you team. so much. I'm trying to help you. Thank you. All right. That's the end of Trust the Tape. Give us a five-star review uh, and leave us your favorite DJ in the uh, comment section, in the review section. It could be DJ Go DJ from the Lil Wayne song. It could be Go DJ. It could be DJ Tanner from Full House. Mm. Daniel uh, Jeremiah, good friend at NFL Network. I guess it could be Daniel Jeremiah, although that would be a weird favorite when DJ Tanner's available. Uh, and that's it. We'll talk to you next week on Trust the Tape. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.